Hey guys, welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. We got a great podcast in store for you guys. We first start out with a little banter, then we lead into songs with the sons. This week we're talking about a prayer, and then we kind of lead into a dialogue on the desert and how we can all learn from it. So thank you guys for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. Hello and welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Sean. You have Jacob. Guess what? You also got John. You also got Big John in here. Johnny okay. Appleseed. Yep. So like we're in a '70s building right now. We are, cause like the wood paneling. We're in an SPO house, couches and a nice Guaucho. Got posters TV. of Band of Brothers, Michael Jordan, Rocky Ivy, Teddy Ken Roosevelt. Oh my goodness, Ken Griffey. That reminds me. Today in class, we were talking about Barry Bonds' head size. Because he a big head? yeah, yeah. Well, he took HGH, and mm. we, <laughs> he's like, my professor says, okay, take out your cell phones. And Google, Barry Bonds head signed before and after HGH. He, oh my gosh, his head grew like the size of two stones. What? Holy moly. Oh yeah, because your, your bone structure is actually increasing. The yeah. muscle density is increasing with HGH. Like growth hormone builds up, That's right? Crazy. It's crazy. It's this intense anabolic uh, hormone. So, like, listener land, try it out. Barry Bonds head size. He looks like he's try a steroids. Oh, meant try steroids. <laughs> try <Yeah>. human <laughs> growth hormone. <laughs> Actually, IGF one, which is like the main factor in there, mm-hmm. that if, if left in its normal state is like, I wouldn't say correlated with cancer, but it, it's oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. it just builds up everything and unregulated wow. growth. What does that remind you of cancer? So well, it's, we're faith fellowship fitness, not faith <laughs> fellowship. Careful with those F's, pal. <laughs> Faith oh. Fellowship steroids. <laughs> yes. Dude, the yes. more you learn about that, like I looked into steroids when I was a youngster because I wanted to get yoked, and I did some research on that stuff, and just the amount of maintenance required to actually uh-huh. use it, and the amount how of, careful you have to yeah. be. Yeah, and then it's no guarantee. Like this one guy says, okay, if you use steroids, automatically you're gonna go bald, or you're gonna have a bunch of acne that is irreversible. Or you're going to get developed man tits or gynecomastia. Oh, my goodness. That's just... You will guarantee you get one wow. or two of those. That's... <laughs> and you have to eat a ton. You have to eat, like, yeah. work out a ton. Well, I remember there was a couple of people in the St. Thomas gym that were on steroids. Oh, they're there openly. every year. Yeah, yeah they're still They're, like, opening. Yeah, they, like, well, don't it's, share it's needles. It's trend but alone. <laughs> they're just... They're like, is. hey, you want some trend? No. Yeah. I don't. And no. it's so... <laughs> so not even worth it. No, it isn't. Because it, doesn't it catch up with you if when you stop taking immediately. steroids? Well, think immediately, about it this your way. muscles just turn into, I mean, what do they just turn into water or what? No. So in your body, your body has this thing where it's trying to produce, right? It's trying to hit homeostasis. Yeah. So if you have naturally produced testosterone in your body that you're making and you're trying to augment through sleep patterns and eating and heavy resistance training. Yeah. So you're naturally increasing your testosterone, right? Yeah. And then you... Artificially, just dump in three times that amount. Your body says, cool, John, thanks for taking care of that. I'm going to stop producing it. Wow. Just so happens I can't ever start that again. 
And so you stop immediately, and every human body has estrogen in it. Mm-hmm. Every human yeah. body has testosterone. So oh, that catches up to you. That's where the man tits come from because wow. your estrogen limits, which would have been balanced out by your testosterone, uh-huh. whoop, they're winning in. That's winning crazy. In. No, that's a, that reminds me of um. So I I'm, I was allergic to dairy, and I still I still can't drink milk. And I would used to drink soy milk, and I would used to eat, like, have soy protein. Yeah. And uh, I just remember when I was in high school, I was, like, having soy protein and drinking soy milk. I read this article about this guy that drank, like, a quart of soy milk a day, and his his estrogen levels were so high that he, like, developed, like, man boobs. Yeah. And, like, wow. it was, like pretty bad so i that instantly i started drinking coconut milk and <laughs> just never drank well, soy milk you, again you, the luna bar yeah my mom used to get those and i, I had one and then i saw on the back is like for your estrogen yeah. stop <laughs> they're right delicious away. though luna bars i did the same thing my mom would have had a plethora i'd be like mm, she won't notice two gone yeah and then oh no <laughs> get back what, what have i done to <laughs> <laughs> well soy is linked to estrogen and it is definitely high in it but yeah if you yeah no if you have a i mean a healthy balanced. like balanced i mean if you're working if you're like peeing a lot you know you, it gets through your system you and know i'm in advanced exercise physiology right now for my j term class and that the one thing i can pull away besides the benefits of pyruvate oxidation because we go over that extensively <laughs> is that uh you just live a healthy, balanced life with a yeah. diet, sleep, and exercise, and you're like you're golden. <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense. It but does. here we are eating popcorn and slouching. I know we're all slouched. <laughs> we all had tacos <laughs> well, tonight too. Yeah. yeah, I had some delicious. It was more like a we like had the shredded chicken and mm. the um, the beans and the corn. Mm. We made we put it through it all in the instapot that we got for our wedding. Oh, the crock. Yeah, the like the little crock the pot. Crock, crock just pot. Let it go. Dude, that is a, so that's good. a killer combination. Crockpot and hungry people. Oh yeah. It does the trick. It I think I so heard well. a story about how the crockpot was invented. It was just a side product by some Sears guy and nope, I no train of thought, sorry. <laughs> but it almost didn't <laughs> the best it invention. almost didn't get big. <laughs> Fact check yeah. him on the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think some guy invented it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't Sears don't guy. don't fact check me. Sears <laughs> Co. Sears, Sears and Roebuck. Yeah. Whoa, somebody's walking upstairs. Maybe downstairs? SPO house. Yeah, we're in the very old. We're in the old SPO house. That's probably like years. a ghost. Yeah, there might it's be. Uncle, Uncle Rico's ghost. Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> we almost drove out to Po something, Idaho. Poca. Pocatello, Idaho? Pocahontas? No. <laughs> Where she they filmed in Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, because the original van, that orange, blaze orange, no. was in Pocatello. No way. That's awesome. Like they have it as like a No, it's memorial. just like a private, innocent, <laughs> private citizen owns it. No way. Yeah, I don't know why I can't speak. And then speak they, right just, they just keep it out there. Yeah. I'm that's cool. Just driving it around. That's really cool. Wow. They drive it around. Okay, so should we get into... Yeah, it's good. Let's get into it. So we think we're going to do, we are going to do a little song review with the Sons of Thunder. And this one is a song that Jacob showed me. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I think it's an amazing song. It's called A Prayer Never heard by it. King's Kaleidoscope. Yes, we brought John onto this podcast. Is this a Christian song? It. I think he's a Christian artist. Yeah, they're a Christian artist. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's very abstract. You know, it has 
it has like dubstep vibes in it, but mm-hmm. it's not full dubstep. I think it's done with like yeah. violins and They're strings. They're very multidimensional. Very. Their songs sound different. It sounds like a kaleidoscope. Like when yeah. I listen to it, it sounds like a kaleidoscope. Maybe you're onto you know, something, like John. it's just like moving. But, but that's the name of the artist. But so. Yeah, no, John hasn't heard it yet, and we that's like our intent. So we want to get kind of a first reaction, and then Sean and I have listened to it multiple uh-huh. times. So it'll be a good discussion, I think. Definitely. So, um, Jacob, do you want to intro the song, or should we just play the first verse? I'll take some context why you like it. Okay, yeah. I can. I mean, I can start. when I've, Let's just get into it. Let's just, yeah, let's play the first verse, and then we'll pause it, and then we'll talk for a little bit, and then we'll just let it go all the way through, you know, through Beautiful. the drop and everything. Perfect. That okay, good. so I'll feed it in, right? Okay, here it is. I thought that was a toilet. <laughs> Someone upstairs? <laughs> thoughts on my John. virgin ears i think it's amazing i kind of upset that i didn't listen to it earlier i mean instantly that toilet beat just got me like, whoa yeah <laughs> something's happening so good mm. no i know he's regardless of whether he is a they are a christian band or not it's immediately hitting my faith you know uh-huh. so many times we can go through the secular worldly view and just if you if you're wearing your sacramental glasses you can see god and this song seems to be oriented so that it'll really hit the believer in such a way that like, definitely ask these deep questions while in the meantime, this man is really suffering and shiny. said this yeah. earlier, you could like hear his, yeah, his cry, his despair. You know, and it is called a prayer. You know, you mm-hmm. can, I can hear the prayer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. just a good example of how we, struggle yet there's just beauty in that struggle and like offering it up because like mm-hmm. we like the song and it sounds good to us and we recognize the suffering but like it's beautiful you know what i mean i think the passion is one reminiscent of it's a biblical passion you think of david apologizing you th- i'm for me i'm thinking of mary and martha screaming to jesus i'm yeah. thinking of um other the prodigal son screaming like th- when you hit rock bottom, it sounds mm-hmm. like this guy, his soul has been touched in such a way by some darkness that, you know, you really, he's walking through the desert yeah. and you can really tell that uh, he means it. And that's mm-hmm. the passion that is so yeah. human that we talked about last time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also Kate, shout out to Kate Spasia. She's great. She was listening to our podcast and she had some insights. I was like, damn, we got to have you on here. Yeah, let's get her on. But she was saying, when we were discussing the uh, Captain Fantastic thing, uh-huh. there's this Dr. Foot adage that he's always saying, when you, it's not Foot, it's Chesterton, but Foot always repeats it. He says, when you 
take away the supernatural from the natural, you get the unnatural. And that is what oh. the Captain Fantastic thing was. But I, for here, you can really hear his natural voice because yeah. he's mm-hmm. going through a supernatural route. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's good insight. That's very interesting. Where the fear is vicious, violent. And that's... I thought that's pretty... Yeah. That's kind of the... Yeah, that's the unnatural part that, like, uh-huh. if he were to fall back into that, the shadowy, unnatural, yeah. by separating yeah. divorce and the supernatural. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can just hear the fear. You can hear the despair. Um... I don't know. I don't fully know the context of this song, but you can hear like um, him just crying out in the darkness. You know, it's super empty. The violin and the screeching is just like empty. Mm-hmm. Um, just with all the the instruments, it's just like a very empty yeah. prayer. He seems he seems alone. Yeah, and I think that will tie in. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. Song. We don't know the rest of the song, or do we? Okay, should I? Should we pre- preface the? The rest of the song, or should we just talk about it after? Okay, we'll talk about it. Jump in though. I think for me, like before we get in anywhere else, this so this song really spoke to my soul because, like, anytime I feel like I'm actually talking to God, and how Jake and I were just discussing, it's not just a, a me sort of voicing things and what I think a perception of God is, but when you like you have that fear of the Lord, and which translates to respect, but when you have that sort of, the line between real fear that like holy cow, I'm talking to God. Yeah. Like that's a, it's not just a little thing. This isn't neighbor Sam. I'm talking to God. Yeah. I should be crapping my pants almost. Yeah. yeah. And when you look back at all the things I've done, not a good track record. <laughs> oh, man. Not standing up. To yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at in the song and in life okay. in general. I love that. Okay. I'll feed it in right Hear the despair. Yeah. Just yeah, pay attention to right here.
So good. Mm. You can just hear him cry. Oh, yes. that is just milky. Milk is so good. I get, yeah, the first time I heard it, I just, I wanted to like cry, yeah. you know, just hearing that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so powerful. So powerful. Wow. Are we, are we back on? Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling right now. So for those who maybe didn't catch it, um, the second part of the song is Jesus and that's his response basically to the prayer, um, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Cause there's this like there's seven seconds of silence yeah in between his prayer and the response well actually the violin kicks in and then the music plays and you just hear this like passion in the voice that responds and when he says i love you that's like one of the most beautiful uh-huh. i love you's i've ever heard and it's just like the voice is cracking it's you know it's not smooth it's like john bellion like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, john real. it's real and it's raw and it's just like i don't know if m- in a song I've ever felt so much of like if I were speaking to God and yeah. proclaiming he proclaims his love to me yeah I don't know if I've ever heard a better depiction of that yes no that's kind of what I was talking about last podcast that's the type of mm-hmm. the voice passion. and love and passion that would Gosh. go on a cross and die for you yeah Forget no me. that we is have a crazy religion like we have a ridiculously fanatic unbelievably turned upside down inside out unbelievable religion because it's one of death and resurrection and yeah. true love. Yeah. I was brought to he the beginning of the chapter beginning yeah of Hebrews where this has been a theme in my prayer life recently um, because you know, Paul talks about how God didn't give us more precepts or principles to follow like yeah. he gave us a, a relationship his son. Yes. He gave us a person and something like when you have relational love, like love on paper, and again, it, it also brought my mind to the scene from um, Goodwill Hunting, where you know yes. they're sitting on the yeah. park bench, and on the left side you got the youngster who's all paper. He's paper smart. He's wicked smart. <laughs> but on the right you have a man who's relational. Yeah. And you know, um, I forget his character's name, but Robin Williams is saying, you know, "Do you remember if I asked you about our art history? You can give me every stat of Michelangelo and his sexual history and." all that stuff, but you couldn't tell me what the Sistine Chapel smells like. And like with love, how that translates in this song. Oh my goodness, wow. yeah. You, you could read up on Shakespeare, you could experience it in, uh-huh. in your head, but un- unless you actually have a relational love or feel it. Yeah. And experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, 
the seven seconds that's super important that's like the desert that is where all these uh-huh. uh, walls come down and you experience death to the point where you know like in real life when you experience death to the point where you know you need life mm-hmm. and then god's been there the whole time yeah that, that's what it is for me yeah i think my just after analyzing the song and listening to it multiple times um it's interesting because you can you can hear the violin i think the violin is kind of representing um christ being there you know you can hear the shrieks of the violin in the beginning of the song but you can't you don't really understand that it's a violin you you kind of just like oh that's really distorted like but but he's still there you know until he until he he quiets down and i mean he's saying like are you here with me god like god are you here are you there and he's crying out in the darkness and then it just goes dark like the seven seconds and then you just hear the violin and it kind of like it kind of sounds like a sunrise you know like after just a really Mm, dark night you know it sounds like a sunrise and then just pops you know it strikes you when the whole rest of the instrumentation comes in Uh and it's just like this overwhelming effect but yeah the seven seconds is it's almost like he finally starts to listen yeah you know he's pleading to god pleading god pleading god and then he's like hit rock bottom and just giving up and like that's when jesus swoops in because he wants you to give yourself to him but sometimes it takes you to that point of desperation Uh where you're just like i'm i just need you jesus and then it's like boom he comes like a sunrise he hits you it sounds like he's totally empty you know because that's where you think like it's a song you know it's supposed to be filled with sound Mm. but that is where the song is fully empty and silent we were just talking about this at dinner and i'm going full circle here with like four different things and i hope i can articulate (laughs) but we were talking about how in suffering and in emptiness that's when you experience god the most right Mm -hmm. yeah and back to our past podcast the last one sean where we talked about the grand inquisitor being kissed by jesus yes so i'm thinking on the continuum of emptiness right on the one side you have like what's this band again King's, King's Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Nice. Yeah, King's if Kaleidoscope. King's Kaleidoscope representing yeah. the empty despair, yeah. the solitude versus the other end of the continuum, the Grand Inquisitor is the haughty, prideful emptiness yeah. of rejection. Uh-huh. So a, a wall's built up there. Yeah. But in both, Dostoevsky, tying it back in, this amazing writer, he wrote, Beauty Will Save the World. Mm. It's kind of an enigmatic sentence, and I was just reading some a review of it, sort of a reflection, but that sentence is crazy because that's Christ. You know, Christ is truth, beauty, yeah. and goodness. But beauty is the one that, like, hits humanity because with truth and goodness, they're they're bold and they're there and they're necessary. But it's beauty that slips in and it kisses you and it breaks free from mm-hmm. all your chains. And yeah. here, whether you're alone in your ugliness, like the self-hatred the or self-reliance, both those ends, kisses you. Christ kisses you and he's wanting to kiss you the whole time, but only, like, it's only very particular. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing too is, um, sometimes in prayer it can be really difficult. We just feel like we're thinking or we just hear silence. And one thing to remember is that God is always with us, but he's also possibly in that silence or in difficulty calling us on to a deeper relationship with Uh him. Right. Because if we're approaching prayer and we get this, you know, yay, rach here, I feel good feeling every time. We're not going to dive deeper because we're getting what we want. We're yeah. getting the feeling. But God's saying, I'm more than just a feeling. Mm-hmm. I want you to dive deeper. And sometimes he'll make that difficult. 
you know, you'll go a month, you'll go two months and just hear nothing. Or you need that desert. Static, yeah. but it's that desert. And then when it comes out of it, it's so beautiful. Yeah. But you need to go through the desert. And it's powerful. Just like in Exodus. Yeah. To get to well, that that's necessary. Line. Kate, again, showed me this thing that Barron wrote, Bishop Barron. I think it was a reflection from today, which is January 3rd, 2nd? 4th. 4th. Hold, what? No, it's the 3rd. Oh, it's the 3rd. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, wait. So check out <laughs> January 3rd from Bishop Barron. <laughs> from homework. <laughs> 1, 3, 19. Uh, My professor in class days like, come on, guys, it's 2018. You can do anything. And they're like, no, it's 2019. Oh, like, what? My <laughs> Mind blown. Was he joking? That's funny. No, he forgot. He's like, dang it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, but... Um, Barron talks yeah. about the desert and how the instrumental figures like Baptist, John the Baptist, Paul, the people of Exodus, um, Christ himself spent time in the desert to yeah. find really the darkness within and find how much they need God's love and how they're dependent creatures, not these independent things, yeah. but really how we are, in fact, relational. We have a relational nature, whether it's to other beings or to God himself, but yeah. I would agree, Jake. It's I love the desert. Hmm. Hate it, love yeah. it, need it. You learn from it. You just yeah. y- you. You literally become a badass. Yeah. In life or in the spirit. Uh huh. It's it's you really w- it's necessary. And you appreciate it. You know. You just yeah. a- you appreciate the. It's hard to when you're in it. Yeah. No. It's but nice. in hindsight, oftentimes are especially the deepest struggle. One. And I, yeah. I've always heard that in times where it's silent in prayer that's when christ trusts and loves you the most Uh because he's really handing you that freedom Hmm. yeah but i feel like that is where we can we can talk fully to christ you know because he to fully to god because he is in nothingness you know yeah he was there before anything ever existed he was in nothingness he is nothingness you know it's like when there is nothing there's god you know we can't wrap our mind around that but like it's it's that when we're we're closest to him and then we can like mm-hmm. hear him most you know you can't like talk to your friend on a on a bus that's super crowded yeah. but if the bus is totally empty i mean it's super easy to talk yeah to, you get rid you of know? the distractions get rid of the know? distractions and all the stimulation around you and mm-hmm. i mean you're gonna have a way better time of like listening you know and hearing mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is being said i think of mother Teresa. And John of the Cross, he was the other one he mentioned, yeah. Baron. But those are remarkable saints. I don't know if they're doctors of the church. I'm not well versed in that kind of liturgical stuff. But Saint John of the Cross is. He is. That they both, and Teresa of Avila, they spent. They're the mystical saints who spend their lives in darkness and in the desert. And what they do is they accept it and they are aware of it. Yeah. But. And they fall mm. in love with it. Yeah, and so much of our culture today is a rejection of discomfort, is a rejection yeah. of anything associated mm-hmm. with sand. Mm. You know, Anakin, don't like sand. <laughs> well, what's everywhere. your first reaction when you go home? It's, I'm going to take out my phone and veg out, and then yeah. it's this constant stimulus because we're afraid of silence. Yeah, But it's so physiologically natural to want to take a break because... Again, I was looking through my mom's yearbook from high school. It's just quintessential high school stuff, like the cheerleading squad. Life was simple back then. You know, you ju- you were just you, and you had your friends, and everybody had amazing handwriting in the yearbook. I was like, wow, why do they not teach us anymore? Headmanship <laughs> yeah. is dead. But you compare that to nowadays, where everyone is a billion miles an hour on their cell phones, yeah. and I feel like I'm a grandpa ranting. But in, in a, a large part, our cultures have shifted, and one has to say, is this for the best or yeah. not? 
Yeah. Because we were go, go, go so much. Well, our culture, to quote John Lukey, is, is reflective as a rock. And <laughs> huh? it's because of the stimulus. <laughs> I said that. Yeah. On <laughs> a podcast, too. Oh, nice. But it's it's because of this nice. constant stimulus. But how much joy, yeah. I mean, do you guys find reminiscing or just reflecting? Yeah. Or just telling someone a story that they don't know. Yeah. You know? Mm. I was thinking about that. Like... As opposed to having them just see it on yeah, their see Snapchat. Yeah, Snap story or whatever, you <laughs> yeah, know? It's dude. like, I love, like, even when I, like with Delexia, we just think back to our dates and stuff, and it's so fun, you yeah. know? Talk about it, and, like, with a story, you can make things up, you know? You can be like, oh, I caught a fish that was this big, uh-huh. you know? You're like, no, I saw it on your Instagram, Imagine. it was actually too <laughs> long, long, you know? Your grandpa had a Snapchat? No, that's wrong. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to get so fact-checked by our, like, grandkids. Oh, I love it. And I think of the book of Sirach. It kind of sounds weird, Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here there go. we go. Yeah. Perfect. Have some technical difficulties. But the book of Sirach is amazing. It was written late 150s BC about this wise sage in Palestine area. And his grandson is um, taking note for him. So he's speaking to an adult population. It's not like uh-huh. speaking to a 10-year-old person. He says, my child. But we would always say before dinner this prayer which is Sirach 2 1 through 7 and I'll just pick out the parts that are amazing because he would always say my child if you come to serve the Lord be prepared when you be put to the test be sincere and determined keep calm when troubles come stay with the Lord never abandon him and you'll be prosperous at the end of your days accept whatever happens to you even if you suffer, suffer humiliation be patient fire is tested Gold is tested in the fire, mm. and character is tested in the crucible of humiliation. So, yes. Here you go, Jake. So, with that being said, way back when, like the ancients knew how to do life. They did. Be accepting of where you're at. Be humble. Be patient. You're in the crucible. Yeah. Nowadays, it's all go on Snapchat. Forget it. No, dude, don't worry about this. And it reminds me of the time mm-hmm. when I was talking to my pal. We were working in Colorado on this ranch together. And it was a tough time for me. And I yeah. I literally brought up the word suffering. He's like, oh, dude, don't talk about that. Come on, come on, let's just have another beer. We don't need to talk about that at all. And I was so taken aback. Jeez, Kev, you don't want to talk? And he's like, no, dude, we can forget about it. Come on. And this is, I've spoken about him before. He's a guy with Boulder culture, amazing kid. But it's it's the negation culture it's yeah it's i want to forget yeah. yeah it's the throw it under the rug it's the self-medicate uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. oh i'm suffering well just ignore it watch yeah. a good comedy well, i feel like that's very um reminiscent of men too like oh yeah kind of like our culture shows men that oh you need to suck it up you need to internalize it and don't talk about it when it gets worse and worse and worse and worse until if we learn anything from cover-ups it's that when you put a piece of crumb under the rug or you throw a little demon under there, it becomes a monster and a dragon. Yeah. And this is what Jordan Peterson talks about all the time. You confront reality, Uh which is biblical. That's why I love him. And he is one of the great evangelists, but he's not even Catholic or maybe he is secretly. I don't know. Yeah. But confront reality, conform yourself to it. That's living in the truth. Yeah. That is, um, some word, but it's, it's being conformed to reality is living in the truth. And that's what Christ is. He's real. Yeah. yeah. It's this real love. It's a real love. And it's, yeah. That's also a song by Hillsong United. Real love. Maybe we'll 
<laughs> Shout out to when Jacob and I went to Hillsong. Hillsong in yeah. Chicago. That was fun. I was like, what are these people doing? <laughs> Maybe some good stories. And then by the there. end of it, you were standing up. You were up Two hands. arms were raised. Tears in your eyes. Dude, we have to surrender. do um, Yeah, there's so many good songs that we can do. But I, I just want to bring it back to that that passion of Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at MJ right now. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, it's so interesting the because you can person. just <laughs> hear his passion. You know, I gave mm-hmm. my life for you because I love you, you know, and I feel for you. And he's crying and he's yeah. weeping. And in the end of the song, he's like, like weeping, my boy. Yeah. You know, you can hear his cry. He's like, my boy, well, you know. You make a really good distinction because there's so much agony in the first part, but there's almost more like passion yeah. and like agony in the second part, uh-huh. like God is reciprocating with just waves. You know, you yeah. you throw a rock into He's the ocean generous. and he comes back with a hurricane yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. And I was thinking of a human um, response to that. And Sean, you're wearing your, your wedding ring and the sort of way that you would give like, you know, if your wife or is yeah. suffering or your child. Yeah. You would say, I know I have this real love for you. And that's such a beautiful edification of God's gift of the the sacrament of marriage. Yeah. And just seeing down at Pac-Man's wedding, shout out to Peter Harrison. Hope he'll listen one day. He does listen to us. Yeah, he does. Just really seeing a marriage for what it means, especially kind of taking a step back because I was one of the maybe eight or nine people that I knew from St. Paul. And so it's cool to see the, just a wedding in, um, I was like a fly on the wall. Yeah. It's just, but seeing that type of type of love and how that's God, it, God is a uh, marital love for us. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrificial. Completely. It's We live the love story. We live the love religion. I know, yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. He's the greatest lover, you know? Yeah, and how often, even in the desert or not, if you're in the paradise, we forget about it in paradise. We forget yeah. love. Yeah. We reach for the freaking apple when we have the love of our lives. Mm-hmm. In us, within us, yeah. around us. Yeah. Dang it's, it, humans. We're idiots. So we except the desert. I know. Yeah, the desert is a great place because there's a lot of benefits. Purgation in the desert. Seriously, like holiness becomes understandable. Yeah. Or at least you understand the concept of why uh-huh. sin and these kind of archetypes of like behavior. like These words yeah. become real when yeah. you live in the desert. And it just gives you a chance to really see who you are you know and it kind of reminds me of my like study abroad experience because I was so alone and I was so like just like bare you know and I I, like I just I was able to find out who I was and like the kind of guy that the kind of man that I wanted to be and the like all of that just because I was so alone and and I it was like it wasn't like a spiritual desert but I would say it was just more of like a a state that I was in that, yeah. that like my emotional self was in. Well, you were know? stripped of your comfort. I was totally stripped. That's, yeah. what, that's what happens. Ooh, and I like that. It, it's difficult, but you come out so much better you because do. of it. And you're so thankful for it. And yeah, you know, when you're stripped of your comfort, oftentimes the, the flip side of that is you die to a lot of the things holding you back Yeah, because you realize that you can go beyond that. And that's yeah. what Sirix talking about when he's saying like, 
be prepared. This is a good thing. Yeah. And the books of wisdom in the Bible are amazing. They are. Because they're very they're human. So they're good. very practical, but it's divinely oriented. Uh-huh. And just thinking about you know, we're a, a faith fellowship and fitness with friends. For friends being a dick, stick it out. Be humble. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Yeah. If you're not, like, I have a wonky shoulder right now. I'm out of a torn labrum. Like, stick it out. Be patient. Uh, I, I've been through this type of stuff enough a sort of maturity process to realize it's okay. Yeah. Like this is a very good thing. Yeah. All right. Shout outs to seek people. Oh, we have yeah. Eric Brown back currently right now is in Indianapolis with the seek conference. Seeking it up. Seeking it up. <laughs> <laughs> we got, um, Oh, shout out to Justin. He's the dude that I was, I've been texting and talking to from novice. Um, no, the, um, remember he, he was like our first email. Oh yeah, Sons of Thunder. I've been texting Heck him. He's yeah. at Seek right now. He no said, way. Yeah, That's sweet dude. So he said he's gonna. I actually was texting him yesterday. Is he the lacrosse player? Um, no, I don't think so. Cool. No, I haven't talked to him. Well, also shout out that? to Swole Catholic. His name, I don't remember his name, but we were just chatting up on Twitter a little bit. Nice. They're over there at Seek, so hopefully they reach Lit. Eric or Eric reaches. What out. are you? What are your guys' uh, New Year's resolutions? If you Ooh. have any. Um, <clears throat> this ties in kind of the fitness aspect of okay, Sons of Thunder, but, um, right now my workouts have been pretty steady and consistent, but I'm trying to manage my, uh, calorie intake more, oh, actually nice. trying to like double what I'm eating. Whoa. So I'm trying to Game bulk up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I've been keeping track more of like how, how many calories do you eat a day? Well, my goal is about four thousand, and I'm at three thousand right you can, now. You can, oh, can four thousand is really hard. What are you? What are you trying to like? What are you eating with the calories? Like, are it's you more, having like rice and chicken? It's not specific. Like it's more just like consciously, like, oh, it's four p.m. and I'm at two thousand calories. Like, yeah. maybe I have two dinners or something. Yeah, but it's just a desire to bulk up a little. And yeah, what's yours, Sean? Mine is um. I have a really lame one. <laughs> it's uh, I want to um, read a one book a month. That's not lame. Yeah, that's ridiculously awesome. Yeah, I just like Sweet. I suck at reading. Like I'm so bad at reading. Like I want to read like self help books. You Would know, you like, count like audio books as part of? No, that? I want to no, read. No, like legit read. Like, okay, I want to legit read. I'm already done with my first book. Wow. Um, it was called the Your the Three Days Four in. Arguments. Yeah, like the for God's existence. No, the four the four agreements. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like um. Did you start it on New Year's? I started at Christmas. Okay, Christmas. Still, oh, you got to get another book in, Mister. I know I need to get another book, but I want to read like Jordan Peterson's Rule for Life. You know, twelve rules. Like, for life. there's a chapter in there about parenting. No way. Um, but uh, my other um resolution is is actually from Jordan Peterson. Like, um, take care of myself. Like, listen to the doctor take the medication that i've been prescribed because i have asthma and like horrible sinuses and like i would go to the doctor and then be like okay you need to do nasal spray you need to take these inhalers and i just never would Hmm. so now my new year's resolution is like to actually listen listen to to the the doctor doctor. the person (laughs) who has a doctorate i know yeah (laughs) in clinical psychology yeah yeah he's an amazing person i so much to say about him i know yet no i'm i'll i'll read his book i think i might read that for february Let's get him on the podcast. Actually, I talked to <laughs> this guy at the ethics conference in Notre Dame. Like, you need to get 
uh, Jordan Peterson here? And he's like, yeah, you're the 50th person to tell me that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he's really expensive. See ya. He's really expensive. Well, I mean, Jim Caviezel's coming, and he's ouch expensive. Yeah. We're expensive. We're ten. Ten hundred dollars every second. Ten hundred dollars. <laughs> Ten hundred cents. Yeah, we're actually charging Bitcoin. you on your free podcast <laughs> yeah. app. We're hacking into your Facebook, guys. I got hacked. Yeah, oh, I don't think I said ridiculous. that on the. Yeah, it was bad. So, are you getting your money back? Yeah, no, I already got it back. Oh, that's which good. is nice. <laughs> they were so. I love that quick. picture. It was just Sean and Deluxe in the profile, and then it's I a know big sale. And yeah, oh, Lord. you're selling so, baby. What yeah, is it? No, I got Car hacked seats? on Facebook because I think I I uploaded my credit card onto Facebook to boost some Sons of Thunder posts. Oh. So they couldn't access my credit card info. And if you're listening to this, I'm going to kill you. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Eric. They couldn't like access my credit card info. So they just used my credit card to boost ads for their scam product. <laughs> so it was like it was like already a scam product like i was reading the so like it was boosted by me <laughs> like this car seat was boosted by me and people were like angrily like liking it and like commenting on it like this is a scam i bought two and never got them and the money drained out of my account oh my god and it was my post <laughs> you're the cynical and one they're like who is this guy and so yeah it was, they, they spent like page. they spent like 88 dollars Dang. And I got it all back. Like I just I talked to one of Facebook's <laughs> artificial intelligent like helpers. The and AI helped yeah, you. They they gave me my That's money back. Funny, dude. Yeah, dude, it's really funny. I was like, why? Like Dang. they didn't steal my credit card info. They just like made it for ads. Mm -hmm. It was dumb. Yeah, it's pretty ingenious on there. Right? Yeah. So now now actually I I'm just not going on Facebook anymore. They they blocked they froze my account, my Facebook account, and I just deleted the app. I'm I'm done. Nice. You're done. I'm You're done Audi. Facebook. Get that credit card safe, though. I know. Yeah, I I think I deleted it off of whatever. We'll figure it out. Well, my resolution's sort of uh, related to yours. Just cleaning up the life, better sleep, less alcohol, better eating, more working out. It's always good. Yeah, reading. I mean, January is awesome. It's kind of a respite period. Class, internship, casting. Beauty. Less people around. I know it's nice. All good plays. Great good double plays. plays. Back to back. Well, we are back with the weekly cast. Yeah, praise God we can cast yeah, it up, man. I know nice. it'll be it'll be good, but we'll be giving you guys weekly content. This was kind of a little banter, but we hope you guys like the song. Oh, I mm -hmm. thought this was a great. One. Yeah, I thought this was a, a good one too. The horns, desert. I would listen. <laughs> I listen to this one, but yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. And if you guys have any topics, I mean, like I mentioned, Justin reached out to him and maybe we can talk about his question that oh, he had for us. My good friend Tim Lingdahl suggested a song. He said Sunship by uh Luke's Bihar. So no, we should do that next sweet. time. We'll do it next week. Sounds Shout good. out to Big Timmy. He's a good friend. Big Timmy. Great okay. Friend. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll listen to it and and give it a little review. Sunship but next. Thanks for joining us guys. Thank you. you and this it. is Jacob Eric. No, it's John. Eric's not here. And Sean. And thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. See you.